Okay, so my podcast is going to be about how screens are affecting children and future generations. So as we all know, this world is becoming increasingly dependent on screens. Most students in the United States are taking their entire education courses online during this coronavirus pandemic. Not only are these college and high school students but also elementary students whose main way of learning is hands-on. Now, elementary students are a little bit different when it comes to their online learning because most students of that age learn better face-to-face with a teacher in a traditional classroom. But by the term screens, I mean TVs, video games, DVDs, tablets, computers, phones, the list can go on and on. For most adults, their jobs and way of life are contingent on them sitting in front of a screen for the rest of their life to make a living. Not only do they look at screens all day as a source of income, but they also use a screen as a source of entertainment. Again, shows, social media, anything like that. Adults are not the only ones responsible for the increase in screens. They're the ones giving them to children at such a young age. But not only do they look at a screen all day, um, I don't think a single person on this earth does not have a mobile device of some sort. My generation are really the first group of people who have grown up with screens for their entire lives. This sort of relationship between a child and a screen is something to be wary of. The amount of screens for future generations is only going to increase. Screens are not all bad. They can be used to connect people through social media or the internet like people have never been able to connect before from such great lengths. But we really have no idea on how this prolonged use of screens is going to affect people in the future. How these children are going to come out as adults. How will they be different from the adults now? How is that going to impact society? That's something that I guess we'll have to see how that goes. When children are given a screen from such a young age, they become dependent on it and will never be able to break that habit. I will be talking about the facts of the effects of screens on children's lives and some of the pros of screens and some of the cons. Okay, so here's a fact. It is 63% of kids in the United States spend over two hours a day on recreational screen time. A study done by Tamana Sukpreet with the group Plus One in April of 2019 has found that over 13% of kids in this sample who were exposed to over two hours of screen time each day showed significantly increased behavior problems at five years old. These children also had anxiety and depression issues at such an early age. The name of this study is called Screen Time is Associated with Inattention Problems in Preschoolers, results from the Childbirth Cohort Study. Another study done by Van Den Heuvel 
and the Journal of Development, Developmental and Behavioral Pediatrics in 2019 called Mobile Media Device Use is Associated with Expressive Language Delay in 18-Month-Old Children, says that toddlers who, are, who use mobile devices daily are likely to experience speech delays. These same children also experience other communication delays, including lack of gestures and eye gaze. The association between mobile device use and expressive speech delays is represented as an increase in 30 minutes per day in mobile media device use with a 2.3 times increase of expressive speech delay. So some other facts are that Another impact of screens on children is in an academic way. JAMA Pediatrics has a study called the association between social media use and academic performance among children and adolescents, which says as time spent watching television increased, academic performance suffered. In a separate study done by Claire Nightingale, in the Archives of Disease in Childhood in July of 2017, says that kids who spend three hours or more daily on a screen were less lean and more likely to show signs of insulin resistance. This can contribute to the development of type 2 diabetes. So not only do screens affect children academically, but it also can affect their physical health. This is also an indication that a majority of studies saw a, relation, saw a relationship between tiredness and screen time. There is also a correlation between increased screen time and poor mental health. In a study done by Jean Twinge in the Clinical Psychological Science in January of 2018, she looks at the relationship between screen time and depression and suicide rates in 506,820 adolescents in the United States between 2010 and 2015. Suicide rates were calculated by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention's Fatal Injury Reports. The analysis finds a clear pattern linking screen activities with higher levels of depressive symptoms slash suicide-related outcomes. By suicide-related outcomes, I mean thinking about suicide and attempts. Among participants who use devices for over five hours each day, nearly half, about 48%, reported at least one suicide-related outcome. In comparison, 29% of those who use devices for just an hour per day had at least one suicide-related outcome. In a journal written by James J. Ashton called Screen Time in Children and Adolescents is There Evidence to Guide Parents and Policy? He says that the general public and healthcare professionals typically perceive extended screen time as negative with frequent media reports on the adverse effects on sleep, diet, social interaction, and family life. In another journal written by Stephanie Pappas called 
What do we really know about kids and screens? She begins by saying that researchers are now paying close attention to the kinds of content kids are consuming via digital devices. They are looking at the environment that surrounds screen time, including parenting and socioeconomic status. And they're buckling down on the long haul, building new longitudinal studies that will help answer complex questions about kids, screen, about kids, teens, and screens. Some of the data emerged suggests that the youngest children don't learn well from screens. As kids get older, they can learn meaningful information from screens. This is one of the pros of screens. This is how college and high school students are able to be able to have full courses online instead of elementary students who cannot do it as well as the older kids. But this also means that children can easily spend far too much time being sedentary. Along with online school also comes with the ability to have to sit down for seven hours of the day, which is different from being in school because you would actually have interactions and you'd have to get up and move every once in a while. But, yeah. There are many reasons why parents give screens to their children at such a young age. And one of the main reasons is that these parents cannot find an affordable alternative entertainment for their kids. As a parent, it is hard for them to be able to find other resources while they do chores or go to work or, you know, other things like that. There was one longitudinal longitudinal study of 2,441 mothers and children led by the University of Calgary psychologist Sherry Madigan that found that more time per week spent on screens at ages 24 months and 36 months was linked with poorer performance on screening tests for behavioral, cognitive, and social development at 36 months. One of the main reasons why screens are so damaging to children is because that screen time can replace valuable time meant for sleep. And as we all know, sleep is very important. We spend about a third of our lives sleeping, so obviously it's meant it's we sleep for a reason. In a study done by Michelle Guerrero, Joel Barnes, Jean Felipe Chabot, and Mark Chambly found that the most frequently reported problem behaviors of children who spent too much time on a screen are aggressive behavior, attention problems, and anxiety slash depression. Since screen time is replacing sleep time, every one hour increase in sleep duration was associated with an 8.8 to 16.6% decrease in problem behaviors. Also, every one hour increase in watching television or movies was related to a 5.9% increase in rule-breaking behavior. Television and movie viewing was associated problem behaviors. The greater the time spent watching television and or movies was associated associated 
with increased occurrences of pro- of social problems, thought problems, rule-breaking behavior, and aggressive behavior. This issue is only going to become more prevalent as time goes on and more devices are introduced. Although screens have been around for about 50 or so years, within the last 15 years, they have become more accessible and easily acquired. I have younger cousins who are only 10 years younger than me, and they already have more screens than I do now. And I'm a college student doing courses online. So, I feel like that says a lot. In such a short period of time, such as 10 years, I see an exponential increase in the amount of screens and the time spent using them. I hope this issue can be slowed as much as possible. There are unknown effects being done to future generations. Some examples of advice from professional organizations have been released. These organizations include the World Health Organization, otherwise known as WHO, WHO, and the American Academy of Pediatrics, otherwise known as AAP. AAP calls for no screen time at all for children until 18 to 24 months except for video chatting and and says kids ages 2 to 5 should get an hour or less of screen time per day. It has also developed the family media use plan for older kids in which parents and children negotiate limits and boundaries around screen usage. And its guidelines on physical activity, sedentary behavior and sleep for young children who WHO similar similarly recommends no screens for kids under 2 and less than an hour a day for kids 2 to 5 some more advice looking forward from healthcare professionals say that they recommend the amount of time a child or young person spends on devices should be tailored to the individual with special attention when introducing technology to younger infants or toddlers and practical techniques for healthy and sensible strategies for how to best manage screen time now depending on the person some kids are more interested in computers and software and that's understandable if that's something that they would are interested in doing as a career but other kids just use computers and screens and tablets for entertainment which isn't always bad kids always kids need to have fun but it should be limited so in the end there are lots of things to consider devices can be an incredible tool in a classroom or in a workplace they connect the entire world if devices were taken away the world would come to a grinding halt but we need to be careful when it comes to the introduction of devices to children at such an early age these devices can have many long lasting effects on children as they grow so we need to be cautious when it comes to their exposure of these of such devices there's not much research on this topic because it is fairly new all indications point towards a negative outcome As a society, we need to get ahead of this 
before future generations spiral out of control. Um, okay, so I think that's all I have. Thank you for listening. I hope I did it all right.